Uh, right now, I'm joined by Dr. Catherine Black. Um, she is from the Department of Human Nutrition here at Otago University. Marina, to you. Marina, how are you? Not too bad, and yourself? Good. Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you, nice to be here. Oh, you're more than welcome. We are, um, well, we're having a program here uh, every Thursday at 9.30 where we have um, somebody from a different department around the university that has something to do with a paper that's going on during summer school here, uh, which is kicking off, uh, I think, the second week of 2019, something like that. Anyway, um, and so this morning we're going to talk about uh, Hunt 141, Understanding Human Nutrition. Now, um, human nutrition is one thing, but we're all individuals. Yep. So how do we understand it? Like, I mean, I mean, I guess I'm asking this question for myself more than anything else. <laughs> how do I understand it? Where do I begin to understand human nutrition on an individual level, on my level? Because what my needs aren't necessarily going to be the needs of somebody else. Like, I sit down all day. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's needs are different, and it depends, as you say, on um, activity levels as well. And um, it's difficult to tell on an individual level exactly what your needs are and uh, it's not a one-size-fits-all mm. approach so what we see a lot in the media um, and with public health is they try and target the sort of the global uh, population of New Zealand and and then that's good for public health and, and gives us a starting point but when we drill down onto an individual level we can um, we need to look at sort of your individual um, activity levels male female stage of life as well yeah. and um, what your baseline diet looks like and from that we can get, get some indication of where you're at um, and then obviously we can do to know if you are uh, needing more of a particular nutrient then it would be sort of biochemical analysis blood tests etc just to see where you're exactly you're seeing um, mm. on an individual Basis. Maybe I need to go see a dietitian. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe because they can do all those things. Um, yeah, well, like you said, you know, there's a national level thing. We've all we've all seen the pyramid growing yep. up, seeing the food pyramid. Um, but that's um, human nutrition is an ever evolving beast, like like anything is. It's a science. Yeah, it's a science. You know, and and we're learning all the time, uh, and we do on this too. Um, some things that we may have thought were important five years ago aren't necessarily the things that we we think are important today. Um, and even the food pyramid, is, I think, has changed since I was a kid. Yeah, probably has. As a Brit, I probably, um, yeah, didn't, <laughs> I didn't grow up with the food pyramid of New Zealand because <laughs> differences between countries exist as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it is forever changing. And we do see, I mean, it's often in the media around human nutrition and what our needs are and that something's bad for us and something's good for us. And, and we probably don't think of, so, as a food as being essentially being bad and one as being good. It's more about the overall diet and how uh, individual foods fit into your diet to yeah. make it a healthy diet for you rather than a particular food being bad and uh, because nutrition and, and your diet is more than just nutrients it's also a social aspect to to eating as well and mm -hmm. uh, it's connected with emotion so it's not just a yeah you need these nutrients and so if it was if it was just about the nutrients then we could probably get away with just taking pills and never eating yeah, again that's but, right. but that's not what nutrition is nutrition and diet is more uh, is a, a bigger picture than mm -hmm. just the nutrients yeah because yeah, sometimes i just need wine and chocolate <laughs> yes <laughs> you know, it's, been that, it's been that kind of day <laughs> yeah yeah and as long as not every day is that kind of day <laughs> yeah. 
But that's one thing, you know. I mean, a glass of red wine um, was touted as being uh, good for something. I can't even remember what it was now. But then I, I saw a report last week that came out and said that one glass of red wine a day is actually bad for you. But I guess alcohol is a totally different beast. Um, but we hear that kind of stuff all the time. Um, you know, um, they're touting something as a superfood or something great and we should be having it on this level and then some research is done later on where actually know that, that we were wrong. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and it's difficult with the research because sometimes they're looking at slightly different aspects of either health or different doses of a, a particular food um, in different populations. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, when we uh teaching human nutrition, we try and get to, to dispel some of those myths and really to look into the research and the headlines that have gone along with that research to, to say, actually, this is the headline, this is what the research actually says, and this is where this food could fit into a healthy or an unhealthy diet mm-hmm. um, rather than just being, yep, yeah, this is a superfood because what is a superfood? What is a superfood? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, you know, kale could be a superfood because you're getting something from it. But you could also be getting quite a lot of the same things from something else anyway. Yeah, precisely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you put the superfood title on something, it rockets in price. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's good well, marketing. perhaps rocket's going to be the next Maybe. superfood. <laughs> I do like rocket on pizza. I can do yeah, nothing worse than putting like rocket on a pizza thing, and I'm doing all right. Just put some rocket on this, like um, you know, this, this grain that's been stripped of all its goodness. Because that's another thing too, you know. Um, we're, you know, oh, I've, I've I've had this great grain, but no, you've stripped the husk off it, so it's bad for you now. That's annoying. Uh, um, now, food food is important, um, but as you said earlier on, um, it, fitness is important too. Well, I mean. The level of which we work our bodies um, means um, we can help find the level of um, requirement of things we're putting into it, right? So output equals input, input equals output. To a certain extent, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the the more active you are, then the likelihood is that you have an increased need for energy. What about certain times of the day with your output of energy? Like, I mean, I walk to work every day, so yep. I, I, I walk half an hour to work in the morning and I walk half an hour home at 12 o'clock because yep. I only work five hours a day because I'm living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, um, and then I'll have a big meal, you know, at dinner time and then I'll do nothing. Yeah, so a lot depends. If you... Walking is probably, although Dunedin has its hills, so there's slightly higher intensity than most cities for walking. I do walk up a hill. Yeah, yeah. So um, for athletes who are training a lot, the timing of food is really important, mm. um, especially around those who are maybe restricting their energy intake a little bit as well for weight loss. And, and we would certainly in those cases say yeah, probably overall diet is important, but then the next stage is to look at the timings of the dietary intake. So post-exercise and maybe pre-exercise as well depending on what actual exercise you're doing mm-hmm. um, yeah so um and then <clears throat> probably splitting the food your food up throughout the day um my background's more in the sport and the athlete side, side, side of things but we certainly see better responses for foods that are high in protein in terms of supporting our body if we have them split throughout throughout the day rather than having just one or two big meals with some protein in them mm-hmm. um, twice a day. Is breakfast really that important? It is for depending on what you look at uh, this 
for children at school, concentration, etc., breakfast is really important. Mm -hmm. It appears to be really important. Um, if we're looking around weight, then if you're adding breakfast into a diet and you're not taking any other foods out of the diet, then it's probably not going to help with weight loss because mm -hmm. you're basically just adding another meal. Yeah. But yeah, if you are adding the breakfast but substituting it for something later on in the day, then it probably is beneficial. If, um if, how, how would one know that the, their diet isn't exactly right for them? Are there, are there telltale signs, like a poop? Because <laughs> uh, like, I've seen things lately about poop, and, you know, like the consistency. <laughs> I mean, I, this, this might be an uncomfortable conversation to have, but it's an important one. Like, yeah. you know, the, how your poop looks, you know, like, is it lumpy, is it shiny, is it, you know, that's... It, it could it, be an in indication around um, fibre in your diet, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, any changes in bowel movement probably um, you should be uh, potentially going to see GP because you know changes in bowel movement can indicate quite a, a array of, of issues mm -hmm. um, but things like if you're feeling fatigue all the time if you're gaining weight then or you're losing a lot of weight then possibly there's something going on there yeah. you need to be checked out yeah yeah. All right, if I was just your average student and I was looking for, oh, I might want to stay in Dunedin for summer. Yeah. Um, and uh, might do summer school. Why would I choose understanding human nutrition? I guess one of the main benefits of human, the human nutrition papers is that everyone eats, so it affects everyone's lives. Yes. Um, this, we really try and tailor this paper so to the individual, so we look at, or they look at their individual intake, so we yeah. get them to record how much or what foods they eat and then they analyze those foods and they then come up with some recommendations for themselves yeah uh, so it really is tailored to the individual and it is about you yourself and then you can then apply that to other situations as well we also look a lot about the uh, controversies so fad diets there'll be tutorials um, around those so mm -hmm. this is what they're selling what actually is lies behind the headlines uh, for these diets as well yeah so and it and it's a a 100 level paper but it's a real introduction broad range of topics will give you a, a flavor for the various different topics within nutrition how much do um, nutritionists hate Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's not the only one is she? <laughs> um, okay what's the workload like and um, so it's uh, three three two-hour lectures a week um, so it's an 18 point paper so yeah. it's a similar workload to most summer school papers which are 18 points yeah um, there's three assignments and one as I say will be the one is which is based on your individual diet and your individual needs so um, that will yeah it's a bit of work but actually probably should be quite interesting because it's about you so, yeah and who doesn't like talking about themselves <laughs> <laughs> me um, there's nothing worse oh, I hate being interviewed um, there's nothing worse oh, God, I can imagine doing this paper but I could also imagine going oh actually no I'm not going to say that today <laughs> Shit, no <laughs> not again that's one of the big issues with dietary assessment is people do change their behaviour which makes it yeah. difficult to oh, actually work out what people are actually having mm. um, because they feel that um they're going to be judged on what they're eating and that's one of the skills of being a nutritionist or a dietitian is to actually get that information out of someone um, so that and to make them feel comfortable about what 
they're saying and that they're not going to be judged because you can't help someone if they're not telling you the whole truth. That's right. So, yeah, and that's probably one of the things with nutrition, although we are a science degree and, and we are a science degree, but it's about communication as well and um, building those relationships with individuals to, to help them to achieve their health goals. Mm. Mm. Communication or interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> one or the other uh, and who who you know who are the best you know is this going to help people fast track their human uh, their, their, their degrees in terms of, of um, human nutrition yeah so it, this is open to everyone yeah. um, it's a real ba it's a 100 level paper so no one in the paper will have any nutrition background oh. um, so it from uh, it will also be offered in second semester as a recommendation for human nutrition students and then going forward it will form part of the human nutrition degree but as I say it's not really for anyone with a human nutrition background so it will suit anyone cool cool and no it sounds absolutely fascinating and interesting and um, and to be honest um, there could be a lot of people out there that this kind of paper could actually help yeah um, with you know with something that might be going on with them because you know it all health all starts with what we put in our bodies to a large extent yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. certainly plays a role so yeah it would, yeah. And as we say, when we relate it back to the individual, it makes it really, really beneficial. Um, rather than just picking up a paper for the points, you yeah. know, you're actually also going to learn a little bit about yourself as well. So that's but, right. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Hey, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure having you here. Um, so enrollments are open now for summer school. So all you need to do is jump on the website. Just look up summer school Otago University on the internet and everything will come up and uh, you can jump into this paper or many of the other papers that are there. There's a lot of great papers on offer as it always is, is at summer school and the Dunedin weather, um, it's climate change time people so it's actually quite nice, unfortunately. <laughs> um.